reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo.
ladies and gentlemen, I think you can do better than that. Let's appreciate the Lord indeed is our light and our salvation. Well, it is time for us to hear the word of God. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Father's Day, so you do not take the words of a father lightly. He's going to tell us what God needs for our lives. He's going to tell us what God wants to change in our lives. So I would tell everyone, accept the word of God, receive it and use it to change your life. I'm not going to waste any much of your time. The word is coming with force this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, rise to your feet. Begin to shout. Begin to jump. I cannot hear you shout. I cannot hear you shout this morning. Jump and welcome and welcome to this stage. Our Bishop Edwin Morgan one is one such letter. Say, I heard that you, you are giving your life to Christ ahead of your salvation and I begin to pray for you that you receive you walk, have the spirit of wisdom and so on. So I want us this morning, you know, many people give their lives to Christ and it's important we give our lives to Christ. Without Jesus, 
we are very different people. We are who we are because of Christ. That is why God sent his son. Not to make us rich. Not to make our marriages nicer and sweeter. That we will receive eternal life. But what happens is that many receive this life. But Paul again said in Ephesians. That as you have therefore received Christ. So walk ye in him. Many receive him. And are not able to walk in him. This morning, we want to pray that God's hand will establish them. That the Holy Spirit will keep them. That they will be planted and they will grow. You know, this prayer we are praying will affect somebody's marriage in 20 years time. Somebody's business in 5 years time somebody's family life in some years time it concerns you because this is a family in a family you pray that everybody is correct you pray that everybody is correct because one incorrect person affects everybody in the family so let's lift up our two hands we are praying for converts converts those who have given their lives to Christ we are praying that Lord keep them Father keep them open your mouth and pray Father we pray for new converts to learning for Jesus we ask that Father you plant them and make them grow in their roots in your house and in your world Ah, Father, may they not fall away. Pray. May they not fall by the side. May they not fall on the left that or the right. Will know you. Ah, but Father, yes, they will know you. They will know you. And they will know you, Lord. They will know you. Pray for them. Pray for them. Jesus. Jesus. That they will walk worthy. The name of Jesus. That they will walk worthy. Pray for them. Pray for them. For the spirit of revelation. Spirit of wisdom. Pray for them. Ephesians 1 17. 18. 19. Pray for them. Yes. Yes. Revelation. Wisdom. In the knowledge. Yes, Lord. Just finished praying for some people. Mm. This prayer is not for somebody, mm. it's for you, it's for me. yourself. It's for me. We are praying 
that we will grow in the Lord. My God. We will what? Grow, grow in, the Lord. in the Lord. Growing in the Lord is very important. God gives us pastors, evangelists, prophets. Not to prophesy our passport numbers. Our car battery numbers. But to, to prepare us to be built up. God is building the church. And he needs Christians who are maturing and growing. So in Ephesians 4, Paul's, Paul's, Paul's prayer is that we will, we will no more be tossed about. Tossed about. By winds of doctrines. Tossed about. By the opinions of men. Tossed about. By winds of change. But we will be established in the Lord. That we will be matured in Christ and walk in all pleasing yes but speaking the truth in love we may grow up into him it's not enough to be born again that we may grow up into him in all things a lot of us we are only growing up in our church attendance but all things means in your marriage you hey. grow and be spiritual. Hey. In your business you grow and be spiritual. In your academic life you grow and be spiritual and not depend on a pop before you write an exam. Say all things. All things. Every area of your life. So I'm happy to see you in church today. But I tell you there is a lot of work to be done on you. There's a lot of work to be done on me. A lot of work. Yes. Some of us are here in church singing gospel, Christian songs. You have a Bible, you're about to open. When I say praise the Lord, you shout hallelujah. After the service, when the service ends, all your spirituality ends. When you walk out of here, you are a totally different person. Unrecognizable. Let's lift up our hands. In all things. Now, I'm not praying for you. And you are not praying for me. We are praying for ourselves. Lord, help me to grow up into you. In all things. Let's pray.
your two hands and just thank him for your life. Thank him for saving you. Thank him for his plans for your life. Thank him for his presence in your life. Thank him for his mercy. For your mercy, Lord. Mercy, Lord. We thank you. We thank you for delivering us from yes, evil. Mm. Yes. Thank you for your wings. The wings. Our sister just sang a song. Hide us under your wings. Under your wings, Lord. Thank you for your wings under which we abide. We thank you. Thank you. And we are grateful to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 You may be seated. Go and clap your hands for yourself. And on this note, I want to wish all fathers a happy Father's Day. We love you. We celebrate you. We thank God for your life. And we pray that even spiritually, you will grow to have many spiritual children. Amen. That in this life, the story of your life would not be that you just gave birth to two children, to four children, one with a big head. But aside your four children, you would have touched the lives of hundred people. 62 people. So I pray for fathers that God will use you. You know, a study was done in America to the end that it involved many, many things. But the end of that study, it was discovered that when a child grows up with only a mother, the chances of the child doing well are, the chances are very small. Very small. You may find it on the internet. A loving, caring, motherly mother, I mean, even if she's hard, very strong. And they found that children who do well in life largely have a father or a father figure in their lives, in the house. That in the house, even if the man doesn't work, and he's just sitting there reading newspapers. Just his bodily presence in the house. <laughs> yes. Has a very big impact. Just the man there, all he does is he reads daily graphic and times. <laughs> if that's all he does in the house. His presence that he will lift his eyes from the newspapers and look at your face. 
and continue reading like uh, Kweku's father. <laughs> yes. So we really thank God for mothers. We really thank God. I mean, my mothers are just special people. But if you are a sister here, one of your prayers should be that you will raise, you will not raise your children alone. Yeah. It doesn't help. It doesn't help at all. Except Christ intervenes. It doesn't help. So if you are a sister, pray, young girl, pray that you won't have two children with your husband and he will die and leave you. And some girls also have plans of going to collect somebody's husband's sperms. Yes, I'm not joking. They don't want to live the hard life of sitting by a man having marital issues. Yesterday, I went to officiate a short ceremony yesterday afternoon of a couple. They've been married for 50 years. 50 years. The man is sitting here. The woman is here. And 50 years. Not their age. The, the, the marriage. Yeah. You know, and I, I learned a few things there. In fact, I learned a few things there. <laughs> you know, so, so I, I want to ask I'm speaking now to the sisters. Because, you see, we have come to a certain place in society where, you know, once you have money, you have a good job, you know, a lot of husbands are not respected in their homes. They're not respected. Especially by wives who have a certain social standing, financial standing, you know, very educated. You know, certain professions from certain schools. <laughs> it's getting tensious. The service is getting tensious. You know, so I just want to say that don't don't plan to marry and you just rubbish him. He can go to hell. Because you've got the babies. It's not enough to have babies. My, my, my mother was a very hard woman. She's still alive. Very hard. And I learned a few lessons from her that no matter how hard you are, you can't use hardness to raise children alone. Because she raised us alone. 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 She now she saw something. <laughs> it's not easy. But when Jesus enters, then he changes the picture. Like I, I, I'm a product of Jesus. We are not a product of any family. I, I, don't know, I, I don't know what it means for you to wake up and enter a room where your mother and father are lying on the same bed. I've not seen some before. I don't know what that life is. Like mommy is at home, daddy, you text daddy, he sends you momo. 
text daddy he sent you, man, even at your age. I, I, I don't know that. I've, I've never had any daddy I can text um, and he sends me money. I don't even know how to receive money from a daddy. <laughs> that all the money I have is my own generated money. There's no daddy anywhere to be dishing you money. <laughs> you know. So, 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 I'm speaking to a sister. I, I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Today is Father's Day. So, yeah. I, I'm, not, I'm not preaching to fathers. I'm preaching to sisters. You know that respect your husband even if he doesn't have a job and all he does is that he reads the newspapers you bring home <laughs> the newspapers you bring home respect him for your children's sake yes before you see something one day my mother heard that I was a drunkard because she had also traveled. Because life is not straightforward. Yeah. There's nothing natural that is straight. Anything you see that is straight was made by a man. Anything. If you go to the forest, there's nothing straight in the forest. Not, there's no tree that is straight. Somewhere it will tear small. <laughs> Any like these straight lines is just men. Wicked men. <laughs> yeah. Wicked, any straight, wicked men, they do these things to cover up for their evil. Yeah. But God, you never, in this body, there's nothing straight in the body. Everything has some chair somewhere. You know? So she heard that I was drinking and smoking. And she wrote a letter to me. I've never read a letter like that before. I mean, warnings. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the special thing about the letter was that it was written with red ink. You, you know red pen? Do, do we have, I don't seen a red pen before. Long time. Do you still have red pen? Uh-huh. Every, yes. So the entire letter from the address in Manchester then she didn't say dear or hello. She just mentioned my name with an exclamation sign. And she began. And my mother writes very well. Wrote. Talking warnings. Because pages. As I was reading the letter, I was smoking. I was 13 years. 13, 14, 15. It was when I was 16 that Jesus entered my life through my wife. I mean, if I had not met Jesus at age 16, I I don't think I would even be alive because the speed with which I was heading for destruction, I was reading. I finished, I just crumpled it and threw it somewhere and continued my ways. Some of you, police hasn't changed you, your headmaster couldn't change you, senior housemaster couldn't change you, 
but you met Jesus and he calmed you down. Beautiful. Ain't nobody do me like Jesus. So that's the Father's Day message. Yes. That respects your husband. Don't, you earn more, you earn less, shouldn't be the issue. For the sake of the three children, two boys with big heads and a girl with a certain leg. So let's rise to our feet and clap our hands for fathers. On Father's Day, we celebrate fathers. We thank God. Fathers who are working, fathers who don't work, fathers who only read newspapers we have brought home. All types of fathers. Celebrate fathers. They are great men. Beautiful. Oh, don't stop clapping. The Lord bless you, fathers. The Lord keep you, fathers. The Lord sustain you, fathers. The Lord be good to you. In Jesus' name. One last round of applause for fathers. Clap for your hands for them. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I've got a few minutes. I just want to continue talking about your role as a church member. You know, I, I'm, I'm trying not to finish the book. But I, I, it will finish. The, 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 the little yellow book. And uh, I thank God for Bishop Dagwood Mills. For key facts. All the messages are on the podcast. Go there. Audio podcast. Listen, they are, you see the, 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 the titles are all there. Listen to them. And they will help you. From... The first chapter I've been preaching for many, many months. And it's, is it a blessing? Clap your hands if it's a blessing. Yes. So, today, there's a bit of feedback, so please tune it well. I'm, I'm continuing to talk about your role as a church member. And if you are here and you've not decided to join a church, you don't know what church to attend. I want to ask you to consider joining this church properly as a member. Yes. It's, it's a very good church. It's a lovely church. Yeah. Very good church. We have a good choir. We have good music. Uh, it's the pastor's messages. We are still we are working on the messages for the messages to also be good. But just be patient. Give the pastor some two more years. His messages will be okay. You know, but are we in a nice church? Are you happy to be a church member? Clap your hands for yourself. So, your role. You see, when you belong to a group, you have responsibilities towards the group. Any group, even WhatsApp groups. Yeah, I saw a, a WhatsApp a message about how to behave when you are in a group. Something I saw it somewhere. Like, I said, hey, wow. So, even WhatsApp to this behavior there. 
And one of them is that you, you can't just be silent. <laughs> so people are just silent with their eyes looking everywhere. They don't make any contribution. They are just there. Silent what? Silent observers. Yeah, it's not a good way. Now, now, let's get it right. In the church also, as a church member, you have a role. There's a way to behave. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 15. New King James Version. First Timothy 3 and verse 15. He says, but if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. Please, tell your neighbor, allow your pastor to speak the truth at least in church. You know, in the, the, the church, one of the names for a church is the ground of truth. Don't put pressure on your pastor to be telling you lies. If the church becomes a place of lies, then there's no hope. If fornication is wrong, allow your pastor to say that it is wrong. No matter what the civil rights movement is saying. In the church, dear, let's allow ourselves. And I'm telling you, a day is going to come. I'm sure it will be like a hundred years time. Eighty to a hundred years time. Church will not be like this. Yeah. As you know it, where the pastor is preaching and like the doors are open, you can come. No. Church will be a place where the right to be admitted will be reserved by the leader. Where you must sign and like we have lodges and resecutions and those. That's how church will be. Because in a few years time, there are going to be laws that forbid you as a pastor to speak a certain way. You can't preach against fornication. No, you can't. A day is going to come. Because it will be, you'll be preaching against human rights. Because if the person is not married and he wants to express himself, he has to express himself. So soon, in America now, Holland, Europe, you can't preach in, right now, today, Sunday. You can't preach and talk about homosexuality. It's wrong. You'll you, 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 you be arrested. It's called hate speech. So very soon, church will be like a society. We are going to go back to Acts Church. Where it will be an underground church. Because the laws of nations would have silenced the church from expressing its real view. So, it will be a fellowship where you must, I mean, it's like you sign to be a part and you, just, you, you say that you are ready to hear what the Bible says. And it empowers the pastor to preach the truth. But till then, let's enjoy it as we have now. 
But there is a way to conduct yourself. He said, I'm writing to you so that you know how you ought to conduct yourself. You cannot just behave anyhow in the church. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I want to apologize for preaching from the Bible. I said, I, I, I apologize for preaching from the Bible. I'm sorry. I don't have any other book. If you find the book, bring it to me and I will see if I, I can preach from it. But for now, we are using the Bible. And the Bible is saying that there is a way to conduct yourself. There is a way a Christian in a church, you see, and it's there. He said, in the house of God, not just in the body of Christ or in the kingdom of God. All these are very uh, nebulous entities. But he says that how you may conduct yourself in the house. In the house. And he says, just in case you don't know what the house of God is. Which is the church of the living God. So in the church, there is a way to conduct yourself. You can't, I'm sorry. You can't behave anyhow. So that is the basis. And we have said already, number one, is that your, your role in the church is that of a faithful attendee. Attending church is a behavior we expect. So, so from today, don't just think that church attendance is something people do. You come, you don't come. No. No. If you belong to a church, it's important. Why is it important? Because your presence is even an encouragement to the atmosphere. Oh, yes. Yes. Hmm. The things are a lot I want to say about you, 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 your presence, you see, when you are not in a meeting, especially when you are known to be a part of the meeting, and you are absent, those of you who have jobs and have, you can tell, you know, if you call for a meeting, and people, some people are not in the meeting, it affects the mood of the meeting. Some meetings are cancelled because somebody wasn't there. And First Corinthians 4.2 says that we must be faithful. It's, it's a requirement that a man be found faithful. You know? So, for as often as we gather, expect yourself to be here. You must be here. Organize yourself to be in church. A faithful attendee. Number two is your second role is that of a stable Christian. Stable Christian. Yes. That one is not attendee, just Christian. Don't be someone who backslides easily. You are not spiritual. Backsliding is not fashionable. You must be a stable Christian. By God's grace, I got born again when I was 16 years. And at my age now, I am a stable all the years, close to 40 years, I've been stable in the church. Some of you are not stable. They're not stable Christians. You, you backslide. You go and live your life anyhow. And then you come back. And you go back. That's why I read that verse in Ephesians. 
said that ye no more be tossed to and fro. Tossed to and fro. Moved about. That we henceforth be no more children. Tossed to and fro. And carried about. By God's grace, I've not been carried about. I've been in God, in Christ. Stable by the grace of God. And I can see a lot of stable people here. Stable. There are people I've known for 25 years, 22 years. And they've been stable. They've been poor. But stable. They've been rich. Stable. Some I knew when they were not educated. Today they've got master's degrees. Some I knew when they had nothing, renting a room somewhere. Today they've built and bought houses. Before my eyes, like a movie. But they are stable. I've never had any cause to chase them to ask that. Where are you? Jack, where are you? No. It is my prayer for everyone. Oh yes. It's, uh, it's my prayer for myself. Myself. Today I'm standing in church. I don't know about tomorrow. And I pray that I'll be stable. You should try to be stable. It's a requirement that you are stable. Not tossed to and fro. There'll be difficult times. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord, not Bishop Ogo, is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. But keep reading that beautiful, the Lord is my shepherd sound. You see somewhere, he said, yea, yea, yea. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. Now, 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 watch it. It's not just for thou art with me. You see, for God to be with you, you must be with God. In fact, in fact, if if you allow me, I will say that God is with you to the degree that you are with him. You determine how much of God is with you. As for God, he's there. But all of us from here to there, we have got God in different sizes and amounts and shapes and figures. It's based on you. They that seek me will find me. Draw nigh to me. Draw nigh to me. And I will draw nigh. So when, you see Joseph, the guy who wrote the psalm. See, Joseph. What's the name of the guy who wrote the psalm? Joseph. David, 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 yes, David. (laughs) David. If you see that he's saying, please go back to Psalm, that yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear, for thou art with me. Understand that sentence. Thou art with me is not that, like, like, I didn't want God, but God was with me. No, thou art with me means that I was with you and you also came to me. There is nothing like God just forces himself into your life. Were you not smoking? Were you not living a godless life? Did you not receive Jesus 
and he came into your life. That day you received Jesus. Didn't you have friends who did not receive Jesus and therefore have no God in their life? I want to announce to you, I want to posit to you today that God being with you is determined by you being with God. Draw nine. Draw nine. If you find any woman, any man that God is with, believe me, on the basis of scripture, that woman was with God first. She drew near God. If you find a man that God is with, oh, that man, God is with him. It means that he drew near God. There's nothing like God drawing near you. He doesn't start it. You start it. That's why I said, the amount of God in your life is your creation. I told you some months ago, when I was preaching this, uh, from this book, I told you, whatever God you have in your life, it's your own creation. You didn't hear me? Whatever God. How many of you have got God in your life? You have God, yes. Whatever that imagination, it's, it's, a, it's a, a sentence in the desiderata. There's something called the desiderata. It, it, it talks about uh, 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 whatever your your your, your, your understanding of God is whatever your mind about whatever you know him to be the desiderata there's a sentence there so whatever you know him to be that you, see, you, you raise your hand please look at it say can you stand up how many of you have God in your life you what how many of you have got God in your life I'm also raising my hand uh-huh. all right Sir, can you please stand up? Mommy, can you please stand up? I've also stood up. Sir, can you stand up? You see that? Ask again. How many of you have got God in your life? Then so the four of us have got God. This woman, myself. But if you ask us to describe God, what, what is the God you have? You, you hear diff, amazingly different concepts of what God is. The, the, what he has in his mind as he has raised his hand is different from what he has in his mind as he has raised his hand. The God you have is your creation. Wow. Wow. It's your creation. Is he big? Is he small? It's your creation. I told you the story. I think I, I must have been preaching from a chapter. Uh, 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 the story of a, a man with his son who saw a plane in the sky very, very far. And he asked, Son, what is that? Said, it's an aeroplane. Oh, please, you can sit down. And, and, and he asked the son, How big, how, how big is the aeroplane? I said, Oh, daddy, it's smaller than your car. How big is the aeroplane? He said, It's smaller than the car. Which car? The salon car? Yes, that is much smaller, about half the size of your car. Wow, son. Are you sure? Yes, daddy. Because that was the size he saw. 
the following morning, the father took the son to the airport. The same Ethiopian Airlines, 737. But they were close to the plane. He said, son, what is this? It's a plane. Said, What's the size of this plane? That is very big. Said, is it bigger than my car? Daddy, your car is very small. This is very big. He said, this plane is what you saw in the sky yesterday. Yes, the size to you is based on, is because of the distance between you and the plane. Is what gives you the size in your mind. If you are near God, he is very big. If you are far from God, he is very small. The God in your life is your creation. Draw nigh to me and I will draw nigh. If you have a God who doesn't heal, if you have a God who doesn't raise the dead, if you have a God who doesn't, who, 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 who is okay with, with fornication, you have a God, some of you have a God who is okay with irregular church attendance. Yeah. That's a, it's in your behavior for the past 18 years. But you see that, whatever you perceive him to be, please find that sentence there, the Sederata for me. Whatever you perceive him to be, Yes? Find that sentence for me. Whatever you perceive him to be. So I'm just saying to you that your role is to be a stable Christian. You found one, my dear. Beautiful. Yes, and whether or not it is clear to you, no... Where is it, please? Therefore, be at peace with God. Whatever you conceive him to be. Yes. It's it's a very, very true statement. Be at peace with God. Whatever you conceive him to be. Because that God you have is your conception. It's your conception. Based on your life. You are in the church, you are in the choir, you have used your buttocks to go and take somebody's husband. He has left his wife, the man is with you, you are singing in the choir, you are paying tithe. That's the type of God who is like that, who likes women, who bomb bombs somebody's husband. Whatever you conceive him to be, it's your God. I shouldn't preach, I should stop preaching. It's getting tensious. I know it is tensious. Some of you girls are thieves. You are thieves. Yes, you are thieves. You've stolen from your boss. You've stolen whatever. We, we, we had a, a child of our branches. The Asha was a woman. She, was, she stole. She stole money. But you see them in church. You see them praying in tongues. Whatever. That God you are praying in tongues to as a thief. It's your own creation. Whatever you perceive him to be. Is it conceive? Yes. It's your conception. I like that word actually. You see, the woman has conceived. The man has, it's not a man. The woman has conceived. Yeah. That baby, it's, it's, it's a type of baby in her. She has created that baby. 
somebody is seeing it. Someone told me about somebody who wasn't happy with me. I acted fast. I acted fast. I, I, I made moves because the God I serve doesn't me my 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 conception of God, the God I know, doesn't like me to be giving offerings, praying in the church, and I don't talk to this woman. That, that's the God I know. But some of you sitting here, you don't talk to somebody, but you pray in tongues. There's somebody you don't talk to. So I'm saying that whichever God will allow you not to be talking to somebody, you've stolen from somebody and you are still in the church, whichever God allows that, it's your own creation. Whatever caricature you have as your God, it's your creation. Whatever you conceive him to be, be at peace. You don't seem to understand the message I'm preaching this way. So be stable. Read your Bible and obey the Bible. Each time you have your quiet time, there should be something in your life you are correcting. Because we, we are bad. We are bad. We are not good people. We are not good people. I'm not a good person. When Jesus was describing us in Luke 11, he said that if ye then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your heavenly father. We are evil. Today you've come to church. Something about today's message should, should flip something in your heart. Should change something in you. That's why we come to church. We come to hear and to do. Be stable. Don't be a ragamuffin. Don't be a ragamuffin. Be a stable Christian. You read your Bible and obey what you read in the Bible. Obey it. Whatever God you have is your creation. Few people have the real God in their lives. We've created caricatures. How can you be betting and say, some of you, you pray before you bet. Whichever God you pray to before you bet must be a caricature God. You pray to God before you gamble. It's your creation. Please, if you want me to stop the preaching, please tell me how. I'm a very obedient pastor. If I say something that you don't like, tell me I'll stop. I won't say it. Should I continue preaching? Your God should be a God of the Bible. You are sitting here, you don't pay tithes. What is the next point? No, so it's not number three. It's your pay tight. It's in the Bible, but you choose to listen to fallen men. Because you will not read your Bible. You will not read your Bible. So whatever you 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 conceive God to be is somebody's creation that you have just borrowed into your life. God at all do you pray to? Tomorrow, Tuesday morning, we are praying with our prophet. When you wake up to pray, which God do you pray to? A God whose tithe you have taken from him. 
and you are free to talk to him. You must have a certain warped, warped, twisted mind about God, understanding of God. Which God are you praying to? On Tuesday, that God I'm going to pray to, that God I've not stolen his tithes. Yesterday, a brother, a, a boy, uh, seven years, he brought me a letter with money in it. I'm going to pay, it was late. I've just woke up and I was okay. I'm going to pay my tithes from the 50 Ghana cities. A seven year old boy, a letter, and he, and he cut a hat out of it. A, a hat, like the, the shape of a hat. He cut it out. So when you leave the paper, there's a hole in it. A heart-shaped hole. It said, Bishop Ogo, I love you. Yes. And he put 50 Ghana. Obviously, his mother gave it to him. Sorry for hitting you. You must say sorry. The God you, you pray to, he's a, a God who expects you to say sorry. Sorry to your husband. Sorry to your wife. You have insulted your wife and you are sitting in church. You are praying to which God? I'm sorry for making the service tensious. I've not even begun to preach today's message. Number four. Your fourth role is to give offerings. Yes. Can I take my time? The book is tired. I will auction it for about $50,000. Keep it. If you like, come for it. Give offerings. Why? Why should you give offerings? You give offerings because that's the nature. That's how you got to sit here. You don't know, but you are a product of people's offerings. The church is a product of people's offerings. You know, the church began in Acts. The church which began in Acts. There would have been no church if people were not giving. What you are experiencing today is 2,020 something years old. At least 2,020 because A.D. There was nothing like this before Christ. The book of Acts opens the church. Opens the doors to the church. And the church could not have lasted one decade without the giving. Acts talks about it. That there was no one who needed anything. For those who had houses, lands. So that's how we have Ananias and Sapphira. Those days, there was only one Ananias and one Sapphira. But today, every room has four Ananiases. <laughs> My dear friend, please. If you are in church, you see, it's the ethos 
the ethos, that word conduct in first Timothy, uh, Timothy 3 is the Greek is ethos is the ethics, the ethics of the church is that the members who make the church, they give is giving which makes the church so when you join the church mommy, we expect you to give Giving of offerings is a standard requirement. It's your role. If you don't give offerings, you are not living right. It's a sin. You have heard you see, a pastor like me, I have my sins. Which will be different from your sins. There's a common, there are common sins of lying, stealing, that one we all about. By standing here as a pastor, I have a sin in me that I can commit that you may never commit. And one of them is the sin. One of the pastor's sins is the sin of not praying for your members. He said, God forbid, Samuel. He said, God forbid that I should sin against God by not praying for you. So you are thinking of fornication as a sin. Yes. You are thinking of betting as a sin. Yes. But not praying for your members is also called a sin. Now, now you also, you can sin by not giving offerings. Have you seen that all of us, we lie, we sin, we, 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 we steal. So all of us, we all sin. But I have a special sin. When I stop to pray for the people I'm shepherding, I am sinning. I don't need to commit adultery before I sin. I don't need to steal church offerings before I sin. By not praying for you, I have sinned. Is that? So you too, thank God you stopped smoking. Thank God you stopped fornicating. But by not giving offerings, you are committing a sin. So God said, no one should come before me empty. No one. But, sir, do you know why people don't give offerings? How many of you want to know why people don't give? Well, I can't, oh, I should stop preaching. You are saying I should stop. But you are my assistant preacher. Why do you want me to stop preaching? Second Corinthians chapter 8. Let's read. You see, as we read on, you see the reason why people don't give offerings is there. Moreover, Brethren, we do. Can I have New King James? Because the English weren't good for many people. 
Moreover, brethren, we make known to you the grace of God bestowed on the churches of Macedonia, verse 2. I'm ending now. That in a great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty, somebody will say poverty, trial of affliction, deep poverty, they were very poor. It was not an East Legon church. It was an Ayukuma church. Oyibi church. Abounded in the riches of their liberality. Some of you are still not getting it. Can I have new living translation to help some people who owe English? For I can testify. No. Verse 2. They are being tested by many troubles. And they are very poor. Am I coming home? They are being tested by many troubles. And they are very poor. But they are also filled with abundant joy. Which has overflowed in rich generosity. Now, very poor. I've been a pastor, I mean, wearing a tie and a jacket like this. I'm Final year was what year? Yes, so I'm close to 30 years wearing but those days my jacket was very big. I look like cool and the gang. <laughs> Big trousers. I've been doing this for a while. I can tell you, take this for me. If this was academia, I would be a professor easily. If church was something academic, I would have been a professor long ago. So listen to a professor speaking. In the church, I can tell you, the people who give are not the rich people. If I go and take the tithe book to show you, it's just sprinklings of this is a lawyer, this is a banker, this one one of them is not paying tithes. Okay, let me move away from you. Those who pay tithes are this, this type of young boys, area boys. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. There are some of you church members, some of you sitting here. If you were to pay tithes, ah, I was in Singapore. The churches we visited, some of them don't receive offerings. In fact, in Singapore, most churches don't take offerings. They don't receive offerings. Only tithes. Yes. If everybody was to be paying tithes, there will be no need for offerings. But me, I'll collect it. I'm building cathedrals. I roofed an office block just two days ago. I'm building. I'll collect it. 
if we were to pay, all of us to pay tithes, I'm telling you that the rich people do not pay tithes, do not give offerings. If you know a very rich person who gives, is one in a hundred. Most of the giving is by the masses. Yes. Like the rich civil engineers from VRA. I mean, he pays tithes. I mean. <laughs> Let's finish the service. Say deep poverty. Say they are very poor. I'm showing you today how a very poor person can still give. And why many of you don't give offerings. Next verse. For I can testify. Can I have the New King James, please? For I bear witness. I'm using the King James. Let me get the King James first before I switch. That's my Bible. For I bear record, yea, and beyond their power, they were willing of themselves. They were willing. So one reason why people don't give is that they are not willing to give. It's not that they don't have. I'm preaching already. Mommy, I said, people don't give not because they don't have, but because they are not willing to give. Like, um, pregnant Mary with Jesus. She went to an inn. What was she told at the inn? Said, there is no room. There, there was no room for them. It's not that there was no room. There was room. But there was no room for this type of harassed woman coming to disturb a hotel. There was no room for them in the inn. It's different from there was no room. I have no food for you. The next person comes and I remove water from under the bed. So they were willing. Now, now, why are people not willing? Why are people, why are some of you not willing? Why are you not willing? Why are you not willing to spend air time on a flow prayer meeting on Tuesday at dawn? But you are willing to spend air time to watch pornography. Why? Verse 4. Praying us with much entreaty that we would receive the gift. Give me the New Living Translation again. They begged us again and again for the privilege of sharing in their gifts for the believers in Jerusalem. The pastor realized that these guys are poor. They are students. These guys are kayaye. They shouldn't give. We are going to the next town where the CEOs and the rich people, aristocrats, senators are. But these kayaye and C, uh, uh, students, they begged us, allow us to give. Why? Why? Verse 5. Matakula babayada. This is the verse. They even did more than we had hoped. I'm saying when people don't give, it's not because they are poor. Take it from me today. When people give, it's not because they have money. 
people give because they are number one willing. The only reason why people give is that they are willing. It's, it's, it's the only reason. Now, why are they willing? For yes, verse five, please. Verse five. They even did more than we had hoped. For their first action. Can we all read together? One go. One go. So you don't say I'm lying. I'm twisting verses. Let's all in unison. One go. For action was to give themselves to the Lord and to us. Just as God wanted them to do. So, the people who are not willing to give to God have not given themselves to God. And then to us, that is us asking, this is Paul writing. Is it Paul writing it? Is it Paul? Paul is writing it. Yes, Paul is writing. So, see, I'll advise you, some of you are going to become pastors. Never, never bring anybody close to you. Never accept anybody who wants to give himself or herself to you if the person hasn't given himself or herself to God first. Your first action, me personally, I fear anybody I find unspiritual. I don't bring you close. I did one. See my fingers? In the spirit, they are all bent. My fingers are bent. It's just physical I can see. But I don't have proper physical... uh, Spiritual hands. I've bent my fingers. In my pastoral love, I brought people who were not spiritual. I've paid a high price for it. It's dangerous. Their first action was to give themselves to God. When you find poor people giving, they have given, and also you see, it correlates. Rich people don't give themselves to God. They wow. trust more. They, read the Bible. They trust more in their money. Trust more. You should hear you a rich person talking. Oh, you have no idea. I, I, I don't want to go on to saying some things I cannot say. They speak. They speak. Like the rich fool in the Bible. With my soul. Eat. I was with a wife yesterday. She was telling me some things her husband was saying in the house. I don't know. As she was talking, I don't know how she went into her husband's work and how she had even helped him with her work and so on. And she mentioned the husband's salary. As soon as she mentioned, I said, hey, is that the money he's taking? That's why he can talk like that. Big money. Her husband can employ me, my grandmother, and all my uncles. <laughs> Most people who talk a certain way have got reverse. that are nourishing their lives. 
So also one of the acts of God in Psalm 103 is that he makes the rivers dry. One of the acts of God is that he dry, it doesn't only create rivers in the desert. He also dries up rivers. Today, I'm saying to you that if you have a problem giving to God, it's not because of the church you are in. Check yourself well. Perhaps you have not given yourself to God. Perhaps. There are always people who withhold themselves. The Bible talks about it. Curse is the one who withholds his sword from blood. These are all special cases. Like we are fighting. The person can contribute. But he says that, I'm busy. I'm pregnant. You are pregnant? You are pregnant? Is Kathy here? Where is she? Yes, that's woman. Please stand up. Please come. I don't know why uh, when she's pregnant, her stomach is very big and pointed. It can actually pierce your stomach if you can. You are pregnant. This woman. How old is your baby? He's a month old today. He's a month old today. Oto Sunday, not so. Sunday. Is Cecilia here? Or she came to church yesterday? Yes. Sunday morning, like this, four Sundays ago, she was in labor. But she was bursting from Agboba. So when you bring your pregnancy, you look, I'm through. People are when you hear people give excuses, I'm not well, I'm like this, I attend even classes, I've got hypertension, I've got the you, you see, we don't speak, but we know that this person has is, is a wicked backslider. That's all. That's all. We'll never tell you in your face, but we have a mind. You, the same way you also have a mind about me, I, you don't tell me. Don't you have a mind about me? I also have a mind about you. So let's have our minds. She brought her members to church on the bus. And when she was coming to church, a lady, an experienced woman, said, ah, the way you are walking. Meanwhile, she also has got children on. But see, the zeal of the house of the Lord had consumed her. Then the lady stopped her. Said, ah, the way you are walking, is everything Okay. So I'm fine. Say so no. No. Sit down. Say did one or two things. Say you are about to give birth. She put her in a car four Sundays ago and drove her to Dudua Hospital. After how many hours did you deliver? About 40 minutes. I, I can see your face. That's a surprise. 40 minutes. You, when you are pregnant, you don't come to church for three, three months to labor. Three months. You are, you, are, you are in labor. You are in labor. 
So it means that if she had had a problem with the car, if they had experienced some traffic, she would have delivered on the bus. I'm saying to you that it's not because of what you are bringing to us as an excuse. Why you can't give, why you can't do, why you can't play keyboard, why you can't sing, why you can't pastor. It's because there is something in your heart. And I leave you to the God you have created for yourself to serve. Check your heart. Those who give themselves. It's like a man who is falling in love. Many of you guys have been falling in love. A brother came out of a relationship. A marriage. She came out of a marriage. And he married again. And somebody was saying that the brother said. What he has experienced. In this new marriage. If that is marriage. Then he has not been married before. It's true. One sister was in a relationship with a guy. She also broke up. Quarrels, fightings, quarrels. Your marriage doesn't represent everybody's marriage. Yours is some special uh, coffee and tea marriage that God has given you. Everybody else. So she broke up the relationship and entered into a relationship with another person. After about six months, the pastor asked her, how is your new relationship? The first one was quarreling and so on. How is it now? He said, pastor, I still don't know what is happening because I never knew you could be in a relationship with somebody you don't quarrel with. It's been six months. We have never exchanged a word. There's no slap. There's no fighting. There's nothing. Meanwhile, this one, every day fighting. So I'm just saying to you, my dear friend, <laughs> that life, your excuses and your, 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 your unwillingness to pay a certain price is not because of what you have or don't have. It is the heart. You have not given yourself to God. Because if you are in love, you give. Proper marriages, proper relationships. I mean, giving, it's like they give. It's only recently I was told that if you meet a man who speaks very good English, be careful because those who speak very good English, they don't give. It's also a new, I mean, we are learning things. I, 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 I said that. I think there's a study. If you meet a man who speaks very good English, hey, I'm going to town and the deliberacy of the incapability of the announcement which was given beforehand, in the foretaste of the, of, the, of the earthly attitudes, those boys have an impeccable arrangement which takes them into a certain level of debility. And I feel that certain things they are doing are not, are not accurate. And I feel that certain attitudes are not, are not the right attitude. Now, the wherewithal with which we create all these, all these entities and contingencies have become such that we will fall in love as seen as fools. Now, if you meet a guy who speaks like that, 
Don't expect hamburgers. Don't expect papaya. Don't expect pot belly. Don't expect rice and stew. But when you meet a guy who is mixing the English grammar, my mama, you've met him. I said you've met him. Whose English weren't good at the time. Beautiful baby. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying that when you give yourself to someone properly in love, give him. Give him. That's why I even fell in love with my wife. I mean, she gave her. Give him. Why does a woman like me like that? Because normally girls like boys more than boys like girls. So through her, I also got to give. Yes, give. I learned it from her. One day we were at some sports, whatever, in Legon. I was in Legon. This must be close to 40 years. And, or 30, 30 something years. And a brother came to me that he's going to Kumasi because my wife was attending school in Kumasi. Because everybody in Legon knew that if anybody is going to Kumasi, the person must come to my room. Because I must have either a letter or a parcel or something. <laughs> Legon, everybody in the tech there is Edwin Morgan. <laughs> and the brother came to ask me. Yeah, I said, I'm going to tech. I didn't even know him well. So I'm, I hear I should see you for something. <laughs> But we were on the Legon field. I didn't have anything. I said, you should have told me yesterday. I looked around. I couldn't find anything. So I picked a stone. And I gave it, gave it to him that when you go, give her the stone. When you are in love, you are looking for something to give. Can you clap your hands for Jesus? When you are not giving your energy, you see how I'm preaching. Do you see how I'm preaching? No, I'm not looking for money. I've given myself to God. Oh, yes, it's not today that I've been preaching like this. I've not been preaching well for a long time. It's not today. I've not been preaching well for a very long time. Yes. I've given myself. Some of you, 10 years ago, you had given yourself, you, you gave yourself, but now you have withdrawn. Some of you sitting here have withdrawn. That's how a woman in, in labor, you don't know labor. Labor pain is one of the top, it's not the, it's about the top most pain. The pain of labor. You don't know it. You don't know it. But she couldn't even feel the pain. She was bashing. Hey, uh, uh, Linda, why are the members bringing out? Not doing that. She was leaking. Walking like that. It is a woman who said, no, I know you. So I'm okay. I'm going to church. She was about to enter. She said, no. Sit in the car. To the car, to the car. To the back. Sit down. Press uh, hazard. Pop, 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 40 minutes. While you spend two days delivering you. Two days. Two days. Wicked woman. Wicked. How many minutes did she spend in the hospital? 40. Why? Because before you give money, you should have given yourself. 
There is nothing like giving money. We are not here to collect money from you. We are not here to give you money. It is your ethos to give offerings. But whether you will give, and I, I've, I've tried. Have I not tried today? I've tried to explain that those who give are not the rich people. Say, Believe me. If you find somebody giving, it's not. Rather, the rich amongst us here, we are looking for their tithes. We can't find it. We can't find their offerings. And I'm saying that the people who give, the reason a person gives is not because he has money. He gives because he is willing. And why is a person willing? A person is willing to give anything when he or she has given herself. When you've not given yourself, you can have a million dollars and give nothing. Or when you withdraw yourself from a person, it ends. As, look, look, hello. Can I tell you something? I'm ending. A sign, actually, of a good relationship is giving. Wow. When there's no good relationship, there's no giving. There's no giving. So you can use giving and receiving between you and anybody as a barometer. So if, if, even in the Bible, in the, in the Bible, how people gave to King Saul was recorded. People, how people gave. When it was time for gifts. How people, first Samuel 10, I think. Look at the last verse. I hope that is it. First Samuel 10. Uh, or there's no verse number 10. There's no verse 10. The last verse. Or there's no last verse. Yes. Kim J's. Kim J's. Yes. 26, 26, 26. And Saul also went home to Gibeah. And there went with him a band of men whose hearts God had touched. You see, so they gave themselves to Saul because God had touched I pray that God will touch your heart. Now, the next verse. But the children of Belial. There's no verse like this verse in the Bible. The entire Bible. But the children of Belial said, How shall this man save us? So you can see that there's no relationship. There's hatred. There is bitterness. Things are not flowing. There's mistrust. There's no trust. So they despised him and brought him no presents. But he held his peace. 
when you don't bring a present, it means you are despising a person. Anybody listening to me who doesn't give offerings, not giving offerings is not your problem. Your problem actually is that you despise God. How do you think we're able to give our profession? Our dreams. Everybody has dreams. I have my dreams. We gave it all. We burnt it on the altar. You think I'm not educated? Come and let's speak English. We burnt it all on the altar. Yes. Why? Why? Because there's no despisement of God. One of the commonest expressions of despisement is not giving. Watch out for anybody who used to give you and doesn't give you is, is making a statement no matter the text messages he writes letters le- gifts and presents are a sure sign despisement is the commonest cause of not giving to a person some of you may not know that you are despising God Those who are in love, who have given themselves, like the 20 some, uh, uh, verse 26 guys, who followed him to his house. These 27 verses, verse 27, are not even being asked to go home. Presents. Nothing. When someone doesn't give you a present, when everybody is giving, note the person as a despiser. He himself may not know. He himself may not know. If you got nothing today, go home with this one. If you sit in church and you don't give offerings to God, you are actually a despiser of God and not a child of God. Can you stand to your feet and let's do this? Thank you, mommy. My love to your baby. Don't be surprised that a woman is she's in labor. The baby's head is coming out. And she's making phone calls to check her member. Has she come? Kwame, has the bus left? has given her. It's the heart. It's not money. We don't look for money. What is money? What is money? If it is money we are looking for, we will know where to find it. We we, we are looking at your heart. They give themselves first to God. That's how even in their deep poverty. Deep what? Poverty. They abounded. It's only a man who doesn't know much that you can tell, you can bring some cock and bull story 
cock and boom story that oh I've lost my job whatever if you've lost your job the things you want to buy you buy them you've lost your which job but uh, someone like me who has insights I'll know the state of your heart I may never tell you but it's on my mind and look at me a fool like me an evil man like me can even read the intent of your heart by your giving attitude how much more God he has seen you and he's watching you lift your two hands and don't pray to give offerings pray that your hearts your hearts we don't need your money if we can have your heart we have your money, your car your child, what do I have that is not available to God what do I have if I tell you the things I have put down for God's work to go on, you won't believe it. Let your hands and pray as we close. My heart. Nikola ba. Shiaga suama dagata. Sapaka. Don't come and throw money around. We are not in need of money. Look at what we have built here. My friend. The people who are giving is not your type. They are, they are there. They are poor boys. The SHS. They give money. It's your heart. Touch my heart, Lord, as you touch the hearts of the men who are Mesumahanda. The sons of Belial, they brought no presents. They brought no presents. Offerings. Watch your heart. Pray. Like David, Lord, search me. Try me. Like in David, Lord, search our hearts, Lord. Try us, Lord. Forgive us, forgive us, forgive us, forgive us for the gifts and the... Samindo bi katina satoma. Mandia dusi pahata hada. If a child doesn't give a gift to her father, his father, that child isn't a correct child. Father, we thank you. You can continue the prayer at home. But right now, I would like you to close your eyes. There's a brother in this service, a sister here, who wants to give her life to Jesus Christ. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to know Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to know him. I want to know God. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. If you are here, and as every head is bowed, please, and every eye is closed, you want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. Please pray for me. Please for me. I need Jesus. If you are here like that, I want to ask you to please lift up your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes. Lift it high. High. Above your head. I see your hand. I see. Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to give my life to Jesus. I see. I like, I, I like the way you've raised your hand. Even your two hands are up. God bless you. Lift it. I can see. I can see you. You are far, but I can see I'm blessed with good eyes. I see your hand clearly. There's a sister here today. I don't know who you are. But the Lord is saying that you need to surrender your life to Jesus. You are here. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to be born again. Lift your hand high. Above your head. Above your head. And if your hand is up, I want you 
with your hand up. Come to me here in front here. Come. I want to meet you here. Come. Come. Come, come, come. It will provide your healing. Come running to that mercy. Clap your hands for them. They are coming to Jesus. Come running. 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 Is calling. His grace will be your covering. His blood will come running. It will provide your healing. Come running. Running to that mercy. for them they are coming i can Where see them jesus they are coming is calling. they are coming to jesus father we thank you please let's all lift our hands and join them in the prayer they are praying everyone please and those in front you are the one we have joined lift your two hands those in front because it's your prayer Everyone in front. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. Today. Close your eyes and pray. Say, Today. Today. I realize I am a sinner. I realize I am a sinner. I have sinned. I have sinned. I have done many bad things. I have done many bad things. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Forgive me. Forgive me. Cleanse me. Cleanse me. Wash me. Wash me. Wash my sins. Wash my sins. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Father. Father. I've gone far from you. I've gone far from you. I'm so dirty. I'm so dirty. But please receive me. But please receive me. Make me your child. Make me your child. Today. Today. I've heard your word. I've heard your word. And I love you. And I love you. And I give myself to you. And I give myself to you. Oh God. Oh God. I give my heart. I give my heart. My life. My life. My plans. My plans. My life. My life. Everything to you. Everything to you. Because I love you. Because I love you. Please receive me. Please receive me. And make me your child. And make me your child. I want to start this new life. I want to start this new life. I'll be planted in your house. I'll be planted in your house. I will grow in you. I'll grow in you. I will serve you. I'll serve you. Today. Today. I'm your child. I'm your child. And you are my father. And you are my father. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Clap your hands. Congratulations. You know, the prayer you have prayed suddenly makes you a born again Christian. Did you pay money to be born again? No. You are born again. But you are a baby. You are a baby Christian. Even though you look grown with a lot of hair. You have not even combed yours. But you are an adult. But in the spirit, you are a baby and somebody must take care of you. Do you want someone to help you to grow? Or you think you can grow yourself? Do you want someone to help you? Yes. What's your name, sir? Sorry. Beautiful name. Nice name. So I've got, you see that woman there? The woman who is waving her hand in the blue dress. Yes. 
she's married, so don't look at her that way. Just, just look at her. See her, she's waving her hand. You're not looking at her anymore. She's going to care for you. She's going to teach you, pray for you, visit you, and help you to grow in Christ. Are you ready to grow in the Lord? All right. So, are you ready to grow in the Lord? I want all of you to come. Follow me. Come. Let's go. Let's go. Come. Let's go. Let's go. Clap your hands for us. Let's go. Yes. Clap your hands for them. Oh, keep clapping for them. Are you excited about salvation? Do you love to see people saved? Then clap your hands for Jesus. Before we close, we want to take the communion. We want to come to the Lord's table. Take it. This is my body. It's an invitation. Which was broken for you. We are coming to the Lord's Bring, table. This is my blood. The Lord's table. Which was shed for you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have the Lord's table. Oh, for my flesh is meat indeed. Lift your bread. And my blood is drink. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. I can't hear you. Say, this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. As I eat it. As I eat it. I'm experiencing healing. I'm experiencing healing. I'm receiving strength. I'm receiving strength. As I eat it, as I eat it, I become a part of the body. I become a part of the body. Today, 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 as I eat it, as I eat it, I'm joining the body of Christ. I'm joining the body of Christ. The body of Christ. The body of Christ. The bread of life. The bread of life. The bread of life. The bread of life. The body of Christ. Let's eat it. When I see the blood, yeah, I will pass over you. When I see the blood Lift your cup please There's healing for someone Oh there's healing for someone Somebody by drinking this blood Those days in the Old Testament Remember it was the angel of death When he saw the blood He bypassed the house He jumped the house but in the New Testament, hey! when the angels of God see the blood, mm. they come to you. I said, they come to you. Somebody is receiving angelic visitations Amen. by this blood. Amen. Say the blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Say it's my blessing. It's my blessing. It's the cup of blessing. It's the cup of blessing. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. For my blessing. For my blessing. For my healing. For my healing. For power. For power. For grace. For grace. The blood, of Christ. the blood of Christ. Let's drink it. Father, we thank you. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. 
The Lord bless you. Amen. The Lord bless you. Amen. Receive a blessing. Receive it. Receive a blessing. Receive it. Receive a blessing. I receive it. Beyond the curse. Amen. Beyond the curse. Amen. The blessing. Amen. That neutralizes a curse. I receive it. Receive that blessing. Receive it. Clap your hands for Jesus. And you may please be seated. <laughs>